Hello and welcome to episode Hello. two of Gotham Vision Podcast. This is Mel. And I'm Belle. <laughs> You're so goth sounding. So I, like emo. I really, feel like, I really feel at the beginning I really have to do that. Like I, I'm trying to have my resting bitch face because I know by the end like of all this your talking. Pictures. Yeah, I'm going to be laughing and totally change the I'll post pictures of this you'll see randomly in every single picture. I do smile. I do Belle laugh. does smile. But it takes a lot. She never smiles in our pictures. I'm I always the one being to. crazy. Anyways. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about some Christmas folklore. And this is part one of our Christmas. Um, I love Christmas. Christmas yeah. is coming. Santa. I know him. <laughs> Fucking. I'm here with Buddy the Elf. Jesus Christ. I hate Christmas. Just FYI. I love Halloween. I love Halloween too. And Halloween no. is every day. But I like fun Halloween. Like I like. Hocus Pocus, and I like Halloween Town, but I don't like like Jason. What's his name? Jason Voorhees. Are you serious? And I don't like how I, I like him on stuff, but are I don't you even my watch friend? The movie. Are you even my friend? Says the person what's who's his, never watched Buffy the Vampire. What's his player. name? Jason? Who? Wow. I said Voorhees. Is that right? You're right. Yeah. I win the million dollars, <laughs> and I don't like uh, what's his name with the Freddy Krueger. With yeah, the claw. When, yeah, that did creep me out. He needs to bling that shit out. That's how <laughs> dreams. Just, you know, I know, and I've seen dreams, yeah. the one part I saw with that is when he dragged Johnny Depp through the bed. Johnny, and I couldn't handle it because I love Johnny. Johnny's my oh, <laughs> oh Johnny, oh Johnny Depp is just oh. I forgot hot. for a second that he was in that movie. He was he awesome. Is, his little, with his little him. crop top. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. Awesome. Anyways, so the Christmas folklore. Well, yeah, that we, we decided today. we will go a little lighter and talk about Christmas in a lighthearted, lovely folklore. Because that's what Mel does. But the next Christmas episode, that will be the next episode three, is going to be the dark Christmas. And of course, Belle's going to be handling that shit because Mel doesn't do. I am pretty dark sometimes and morbid, but not with that. So, my first Christmas folklore, and I am, again, from Texas, so I don't know how the hell you say a Swedish word. Tomten? Tomte? Did you not? Tom Tom. There's this thing on the internet Tom that says <laughs> pronounce. Well, You're as tech savvy as you are, I cannot believe Tom, it. Tomten. Tomte. Maybe Tomte. T-O-M-T-E-N. If we have any it's, look, Swedish listeners, I'm going to talk in my best text. It's a Swedish accent. Swedish. <laughs> And it's Tom Tin. Tom Tin. Okay. Yes. Tell us about Tom Tin. So, Tom mm-hmm. yes, that. <laughs> they're creatures that live in Scandinavia. Um, to me, they remind me of a sweet and sour patch kids. One minute they're sweet, and the next minute they're sour. Oh, they're kind of mischievous. They're very mischievous, um, and they bear a strong resemblance to the Expedia gnome. As totally, well. yeah. I'm, I'm looking up on yeah. As so you they were look like an Expedia things. gnome um, <laughs> to me. Anyway. Um, but where I found um, out about them was at uniquethings.com/top10. Um, for Christmas monsters, and it was just interesting. Like I don't know. Again, I'm not a big. They are not cute. Those are scary as hell. <laughs> How could you think they're cute? I've got to post a picture of that. See that gnome right over there on my mantle? On your knees? Do you see the gnome? I you, see. Oh my oh, god! Yes, I see the gnome. He's brown. I was looking for a gnome with a red hat. This shit's brown. <laughs> I used to hide that around the house and freak out Cheyenne. <laughs> 
Okay, well, yes, it does look like that gnome. <laughs> so they reside among the dead in the burial mounds surrounding nearby homes where they act as caretakers, protectors, and helpers of the household or farmland. That looks like a hairball. He's cute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love them. But, again, they do like to help, so they are sweet in that fact. So, again, they're reminding of Sour Patch Kids because they are sweet. But then they're easily offended and have a horrible temper. Oh, really? So, they're like millennials. not. <laughs> yes, I'm like millennials. I'm get butthurt about everything kidding. and offended about everything. We're trying to offend you, millennials. I'm kidding. Because we are Gen X. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> um, but... So they reside again among the dead in the burial mounds surrounded her nearby home. So to me, that'd be like graveyards. Yeah. Like, or do you just bury somebody next to your house? Like, I don't understand that. So well, burial mound would be, it's like, it was like, like a, a new mass grave, grave, right? Yeah. Okay, it's so like a mass grave. Yeah. They, so would, like, they would have like dug like a ditch okay. and then they would have put the bodies just push in the bodies there. in. <laughs> like <laughs> when they had measles, mumps, rubella, like <laughs> outbreak or scarlet fever. It would have been a, a, an area set aside from there homes that they use so like burials. a family grave yeah okay. yeah exactly so i guess over there did but they not they didn't really use like headstones well apparently they still exist because it's still a folklore. yes and it's a mound so you if you if you're ever walking out in a plane or a field and you see a mound somewhere it might be a bunch of people buried there and that zombie's gonna grab my damn yeah. leg if i walk over <laughs> so we're walk around it or this little gnome shit um, anyways, they're easily offended and they have a horrible temper. Um, so we just want just want you to know that you need to be nice to them if you see them. Um, they do demand very little, and they only require respect and one other thing. And that other thing, your soul. Here no, <laughs> again, with my Texas accent, I don't know how the fuck to pronounce this. Jolagrit. That's what they demand. Jolagrit. So, to break that down, it's a Christmas porridge, and it has to have butter on top. Well, butter makes everything better. It does. You're right. You're right. It does. Um, so, it's Christmas porridge. So, if but... you don't use butter, if you use margarine, they're going to get this off. <laughs> this is Land O'Lakes. If you're it's not butter. This is fake shit. <laughs> Can't believe it's not butter. They don't great value. They want some country crop <laughs> shit. So that's not really about butter face. either, but... Yes, they want the butter large shit. I don't know. Um, so they demand very little, and they only require respect in a bowl of jolligret, a Christmas porridge, and it has to be on Christmas Eve, and it has to have butter on top. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't have butter, you're in trouble. Well, if you give me porridge without butter, that's going to be an issue too. <laughs> I don't know. Is porridge like oatmeal? I don't know. I'm bougie. I, I eat so. uh, brown sugar and cinnamon oatmeal. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't eat porridge. Or What's the, porridge? The strawberries like? and cream. <laughs> <laughs> I just know porridge from the three little bears. <laughs> this porridge is too hot. This porridge is too cold. I don't know exactly what porridge is. Maybe we'd have to research. We'll have to research that. Are you guys, if you're listening from Scandinavia and you know what porridge is, give us a little insight. Email us with your clown pictures. Oh, <laughs> they help with chores? Uh-huh. They help with chores and they help with stuff around the house. But, again, if you're disrespectful, they're not going to. Mm. So, one of the legends is, or one of the stories is that um, a little girl thought, oh, I'm going to play a trick on our Tom Tin, Tom Tay, Tom Tom, (laughs) however it's pronounced. 
and she thought, I'm going to put the butter at the bottom of his porridge. Kids, Bad man, I tell mistake. you. And Kids are evil. They are. And Little so brat. He comes to with the whole family's, <laughs> you know, good fortune. He comes to eat his porridge, or jolagrot, jolagrat, whatever the hell it is. Porridge. And he's eating it. He goes to see it, and he's like, wait a fucking minute. There's no fucking border, butter on this shit. And, of course, it was the real stuff. He got pissed off. He went and he killed their best cow. So, you know, when it's a farm and you kill the best cow, there goes the farmland because they don't have good milk to sell. He killed the cow. <laughs> and not just any cow. Their best cow. They're definitely not getting no butter now. What the hell? Oh, how the hell do they need butter? They ain't got no cow. So, they realized, they realized that... He realized that, okay, I'm going to go and go eat the fucking porridge now. Because this story it's just Eve, got so much more and interesting. And Jolagrat. With a little gnome so slaughtering a cow. <laughs> the best cow. God. So he goes and he's eating the porridge and he gets to the bottom and he realizes this little shit put the porridge at the, put the butter at the bottom of the porridge instead of on top. Oh, so he feels horrible. So again, here comes that sweet and sour patch kid moment. He was being sour, so now he's like, oh, I gotta be sweet now. Damn. So this little shit, whatever he is, Tom Tin, the Expedia gnome, decides, oh gosh, I feel bad now for killing the best cow. But the neighbor has one, so let's go get the neighbor's cow. So he goes and he gets the neighbor's cow, and he puts the neighbor's cow into where he just slaughtered this other Because nobody's going to notice that. So I'm picturing this little gnome-looking thing. Because they're little. I mean, they're on the, little. On the, the website yeah, shows so they're like, putting... <laughs> And can you see him like waddling across the like, <laughs> like waddling across like the um, <laughs> snow with this big ass fucking cow? And then I just see him like, is it like fruit ninja? He's in there with like a knife, hi, yeah, yeah, like killing this cow, like slaughtering it to pieces. He got blood all over his face. And blood and all his over beard. him. He looks <laughs> like it looks I so gory. And so, like, but this then is he, much darker than. But the thing, I, it is a little dark. So then I think, like, he puts his cow, his other, like, slaughtered cow, is like, what did he do with the slaughtered cow? Is it, like, just there, like, rotting? And there's, like, blood everywhere? Like, did he clean it up? Like, the sweet side and clean it up? And then he brings the other cow in? Like, I don't understand what happened there. Or maybe he put the slaughtered cow at the door. <laughs> How's he carrying a cow? I mean, he's a little bitty. He's not carrying it. He's got a rope around it. He's walking oh, okay. with it. I mean, I, he might be able to carry it. They're powerful. So. How magical are they? Yeah. I mean, oh my god, I would love to see a picture of this little gnome with blood all over him. We'll have to find that. <laughs> <laughs> Get on that shit with your with nephew's a little, girlfriend. A little make oops. us a cow. Make us a gnome carrying Lori, a cow. Lori, yes. <laughs> Come on, Lori. Lori's doing some of our artwork right now. So as soon as that comes out, you guys need to definitely get a shout out to her. Yes, to graphic her individuals. Because we are super, super excited <laughs> about this. Um, but they, again, they demand very little except for their Jolagra. And this little girl decided to play the stupid ass trick on him. And now he feels so bad. And now he's got to be sweet on that sour, sweet and sour patch kid moment. And he's got to be sweet, you know. Hey, be a sponsor, sweet and sour patch kids. Just shout out for that. <laughs> um, so he realizes he puts the cow in there and all is good. Um, another thing that they've been known to do is they like to be, they like to play tricks. So they will tie the cows' um, tails together. So t- <laughs> the cows try to walk, and of course I would find this funny because if you fall in front of me, I get to see the cow like being cow tipping, doink, falling over. 
And I wouldn't be able to help them because I would be laughing. I'm going to start observing this little legend now because I love it. Because you know. It's so much better than Elf on the Shelf. I don't ever fall. <laughs> it's so much better. I sit down on the dance floor. And when I fall, you just sit. I just laugh. I can't help it. That is hilarious. Anyways, and so they will also, if there's no cows, they'll tie your shoelaces together. As you're sitting at the table, so you get up to walk, your ass falls over. So they're a little bit mischievous in that way. Um, so just know if you're disrespectful and there's no porridge, they become very spiteful and they will kill your cow <laughs> if you don't have butter in it. So you don't want them to kill <laughs> your cow. The neighbors, the poor neighbors, <laughs> wake up the next morning, their cow is gone. It's in the neighbor's barn. There's just carnage everywhere. And this little elf, he thinks he's done a good thing. <laughs> he's, like, happy with himself. The worst thing about these little shit fuckers is... I'm going to call them shit fuckers because mm. to me that's what they are. If they, if you really, really piss them off and they've already killed your cow... And, like, if he'd gotten to the bottom of that porridge and there wasn't any butter... Who would have done worse? If they bite you, you die. Their bite is poisonous. So I'm thinking about this little gnome with, like, vampire face. <laughs> With like God, venom, like a gremlin or something. Yes, like oh God, I love them. Like a gremlin. I like, want one. They have to be like. Wait, Spike is that the bad gremlin's name? Like once you put water on Gizmo, he turns into Spike, right? Stripe or Spike? Stripe. I don't Spike. Remember. I don't a long know. Long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in. I was like ten. I <laughs> see that in the movies though. My dad took me. Yes. It was awesome. So that's what I picture them like. Like. Did they get them wet or something? Like they. Got I really bangs. like the photos of them that you don't see their face. They're just a so hat they have like and a this, nose. And this like gray beard because yeah. beards are awesome. Like those little guys are there. So cute. Yeah. So like, do they have like a mouth and then they open up and things pop out? Like a like, I don't understand like how their bite is poisonous. And, and, and then you see a fucking picture of a one with a fox feeding a fox. Now this is apparently a story. We're we'll gonna read this story later at some point. But um, so. What's the point of them? Is it to make kids be good? Because no, so they they help out on your like farmland and house shoemaker. They're the like li- yeah, they're so just they're like um, little sprites. caretakers. Yeah. So they help take care of the animals. They help take care of shit. I mean, I guess I'd want one in my house. Do the fucking dishes. I'll put butter. I'm for leaving days. porridge I'll and butter porridge out, every man. fucking day with butter on like <laughs> the whole slab of butter on top. You know. Um, so if it help. helps, I'll do it. That's what I told my daughter about Elf on the Shelf when it first came out. I was like, she said, what is this, Mom? And see, you got into the Elf on the Shelf. I love my Elf on the Shelf. I was smart enough. I you said, guys want to see any of my Elf stuff? There are lots of fun I told her. boats and hose. <laughs> I said, it's, I, it's so supposedly it's this elf that, that he freezes during the daytime and no one gets to see him what he does. But at night he comes to life and does mischievous things around her house. And you cannot touch him because if you touch him, he will lose his magic and he can't tell yes. Santa. So I told her, I said, so it's one of two things. One, it's not true and I'm just going to waste my money buying a stupid doll. Or number two, it's real and I don't need that witchcraft in my house. <laughs> she I like, like that witchcraft in my house. She me. <laughs> so I don't have to do the elf on the shelf. So, so we have elf yeah. on a shelf in our house and Elfie moves every day. <laughs> and um, he does some quite comical things. And now that my kids are older, it's pretty inappropriate, and I like it. Tomorrow is bringing me a present. I already know, and it might just be a dick in a box. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. 
Um, yeah, I'm so, glad I don't have to do that because I don't have that much commitment. Yeah, these don't look like the fucking elf on a shelf, though. These No, shit, they're like, they're totally like, the Travelocity gnome. Is that what it is? Expedia. Expedia, sponsor oh God, us. Sorry, Travelocity. Sponsor us, Expedia. Um... Anyway, so yeah, so I did get that from uniquethings.com, and we'll post a picture of this little fucker. This shit's not fucking cute. That shit looks like damn pube hair stuck on a red I hat. I want one in my house. <laughs> pube hair from the 70s stuck on a red oh hat. Oh my gosh. That's our name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're not I love cute. That story. Y'all look it up. T O M T E N Tomton. It's a Christmas monster folklore. Uniquethings.com has Yeah, and all these photos does not have not one with a blood-splattered elf face. No, it doesn't. So but that's going to be number you one. You know, the folklore yes. is just interesting. We need to get the blood-splattered elf face. No. <laughs> Why would you want a blood-splattered elf? That, I mean, that's what makes the story. That's like that movie, um, oh my gosh, my cousin Jason in Missouri. Hey, Jason. Um... Oh, uh, no, he used to make us watch. He used to like watch. He liked weird shit, and we used to watch something about a gnome, a hobbit. I'm not a, fucking a leprechaun. Hobbit. There's a leprechaun. Leprechaun. I'm the no. leprechaun. <laughs> no, no, but it was a different one, and there were like little things um, that like would pop out of the toilet. Oh my gosh, they were like goblins. I goblins. Them in my mind. I it was goblins. I bet Robert. I bet, I bet they were like goblins or something like that. And that's what them. I picture with these little fucking gnomes. Like I'm sitting down to take a shit and he opens the like the lid of the toilet. I can see him hey, in my head. And I bet Where's I bet, my porridge? <laughs> Where's the now. butter? Like, do you know what I mean? Here's just some butter and I'll go fucking get away from me so I can go piss and use the bathroom. Like, you know what I mean? Like yes. That's what I picture. I don't know. That's just me because I always think like the creepiest of the creepy. You would be talking to the I damn thing. You'd be picking him up, petting him while he's in the bathroom. Let me rub your hair. Let me rub your beard. Do you need some beard balm? Robert's got some. And if, he came, if he came back from slaughtering the neighbor's cow, I'd be like, good gnome. Good job. Only if he brings me the new cow, the better cow. The better cow. <laughs> that's funny. So, I like that story. Good job, Mel. Okay, that's my first one. My second one, I have to get through this because whoever came up with this folklore story, I, I don't understand because um, it's a Gryla and... Lipa Ludi? I don't know. Anyways, Gryla is the Christmas witch, and yes, Belle's gonna be talking about that on part two of our Christmas podcast. Wow. Um, episode, the next episode three, from two now. I can count. <laughs> can you? Episode three, um, which will be out right before Christmas, which is gonna be more of a dark Christmas because she's a little spooky, and I don't like spooky shit. Yes. But anyways. So, they're about her kids, the Yule Lads, and they're all sons of Gryla and Lupaludi, which is her husband. They're a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from or harass the population all have um, descriptive names that convey their favorite way of harassing. And let me tell you, some of the way, these names. Their favorite way, way of harassing? Harassing people. Okay. I like and it. kids. I can deal with it. But. <clears throat> Belinda the shit talker. <laughs> what would I be? I don't know what I'd be. You think about that. Think about that. You really would be the shit talker. I yeah, would just be no. So I have the, you the know. Laugh, the laughing friend. That would be me. I have a horrible, dirty, inappropriate mind. And yes. it's always in the gutter. Like, <laughs> I keep up with the best of them. I keep up with the <laughs> yes, guys. <laughs> I, I act like a lady, but my <laughs> mind is definitely like a sailor. And these names, reading them, I'm like, 
they sound kind of fun. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I want to meet these 13 little whatever lads, whatever they are, mischievous pranksters. Um, but they come to town one by one during the last 13 nights before Christmas. They leave small gifts and shoes for the children that have, they have placed in windowsills. But if the child has been disobedient, they instead leave a photo in the shoe. And so... That's all? It's interesting. If they're bad, they leave a photo in the shoe? They leave a photo in the shoe if they're bad. Um, so yeah, I really so like the slaughtering of the cow <laughs> way better. But okay. <laughs> so we're going to get right into this with their names. Right after this, this little break. break. Welcome back to Hello. Gotham Bougie. So we were talking about the Yule Lads, and I just want to state really fast that we did ask Robert during that little break <laughs> what the name of that fucking movie was, and it's Critters. I hate those damn things. Those are <laughs> popping out of the toilet. I knew And my cousin know. Jason used to like us to watch those. But anyways, all right, so I'm going to tell you the names of them. Hopefully, you can get through this shit without laughing because I tried to read this by myself, and I just couldn't. <laughs> but I've got to be in the right mental state. I'm so not mature names, enough for this shit. These names are the names that they're given because this is what they like to do to be mischievous. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Well, this is how they are mischievous, their names. Okay. Like, they're given the names because they are mischievous. Okay, like. I'm totally ready to receive this information. Okay, so... um. The Yule Lads arrive during the last 13 nights before Christmas, beginning 12th of December. They depart beginning on Christmas, one per day, in the order that they arrived. Each thus stays 13 days. So here are the 13 Yule Lads in the order that they arrive. So it's actually a little poem. <clears throat> like I said, hopefully you can get through this because I don't know. They sound kind of fun, like some of their names, but anyways, again, my mind's always in the gutter. Let me tell you the story of the lads of few charms, who once upon a time used to visit our farms. Thirteen altogether, these gents in their prime, didn't want to irk people all at one time. They came from the mountains, as many of you know, in a long single file to the farmsteads below. Creeping up, all stealth, they unlocked the door, the kitchen and the pantry they came looking for. Gryla was her mother, she gave them ogre milk, and the father... Lupaludi, a loathsome ilk. Like, what the hell is ogre milk? Like, how do you, do you milk an ogre? She's an ogre. Oh, I thought she was a witch. I think she's like considered like an ogre type of thing. Like Shrek? It's not like, like Shrek and Fiona? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just see Fiona like milking herself. Like, that's what I picture. <laughs> Here, you want some milk? Well, finish the point. Finish. Okay, sorry. They hid where they could with a cunning look or sneer, ready with their pranks when people weren't near. They were called the Yuletide lads. At Yuletide they were due and always came one by one. Like a fraternity. Not ever two by two. Oh, never two by two. And even when they were seen, they weren't loath to roam and play their tricks disturbing the peace of the home. The first of them was Sheepcoat Claude. What? He That's came... Listen, he came stiff as wood <laughs> to prey upon the farmer's sheep as far as he could. He wished to suck the ewes, <laughs> but it was no accident. He couldn't. He had stiff knees, not to be convenient, not too convenient. 
So when you hear stiff as wood, like I don't fucking think stiff knees, like that is not <laughs> stiff wood. Anyways, then he's sucking. We have ears. 12 more to go. This is it. <laughs> That's okay. why I have stiff knees. <laughs> oh, because he's sucking the ewes. But the ewes are the girls. Okay. But he's stiff as wood. So if he was sucking the ewes, yeah, I would be... Yeah, most guys are stiff as wood when they're sucking the ewes. <laughs> Again, some of this is 18 plus. So if your kids are listening, you might want to like... Woo, rewind pause. Okay. The second was Goligok. Gray his beard and mine. What's M-I-E-N? What is mine? What is that? M-I-E-N. Eaten. I think it's kind of like German for mine. Again, I could ask Robin. He snuck into the cow barn from his craggy ravine, hiding in the stalls. He would steal the milk while the milkmaid gave the cowherd a meaningful smile. <laughs> really? So now you've got a stiff one who's sucking at ewes. The gully gawk snuck into the cow barn and he's stealing the milk while the milkmaid gave the cowherd a smile. Mine is mine, sorry. Okay. The third one was called Stubby, <laughs> a stunted little man. He watched for every chance to whisk off a pan. He doesn't sound very fun. No. He's a stubby little man. To whisk off what? To whisk off a pan. Like a pan? A pan you cook with. Oh my gosh, okay. Yes. He was a stunt. Everybody has man. a fetish. And man. he wanted a pan. <laughs> that's your thing. He might slap that ass with that pan. <laughs> that's what <he> and scaring <laughs> away with it, he scraped off the bits that stuck to the bottom and brims. His favorite. Mm, so he liked ass. That's pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fourth was spoon liquor. <laughs> <laughs> like spindle. He was thin. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not mature enough for this. That guy was stubby. No, you have. Sheep code Claude, one, who was stiff as wood. The second one would steal um, the cow milk and make all the milkmaids smile. Three was stubby. And then this guy's spoon liquor? And this one, four, is spoon liquor. That's such a millennial thing. He felt himself in clover when the cook wasn't in. He licked the spoons. Mm Mm-hmm. Then stepping up, he grappled the stirring spoon with glee, holding it with both hands, for it was slippery. <laughs> it must have been moist. Right. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. Moist. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, the next was Pot Scraper, the fifth one. He was a funny sort of chap. He was a funny sort of chap. Funny sort of chap. A chap. <laughs> When kids were given scrapings, he'd come to the door and tap. And they, and they would rush to see if there really was a guest. Then he hurried to the pot and had a scraping fest. Like I said, everyone's got their kink. The sixth one was bowl liquor. <laughs> was shockingly liquor. ill-bred. From underneath the bedsteads, he stuck his ugly head. And when the bowls were left to be licked by dog or cat... He snatched them for himself. He sure was good at that. So we've got... He's a bowl snatcher. <laughs> He's a bowl licker, not a snatcher. Oh, but he said he snatched the bowl. But he liked to lick them. He snatched them. They liked to lick, and they were stubby, and they were hard. And they liked to make the milkmaid smile. That's what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> the seventh was door slammer. 
a sorry vulgar chat. Because the other seven weren't vulgar. I mean, stiff, making no made smile, stubby. This was the imagination of these bullicker. of our ancestors. This is a vulgar chap. When people, in the t- I mean, I do have Scandinavian in my DNA. Wow. So that's how imaginative they were. Yes, I know, right? So they were really dirty minded. So maybe that's where I get it from. I so don't maybe know. these are euphemisms. <laughs> Possibly. Because if, if if that's what all they've got, I mean. <laughs> I mean, what else would you do back in that day, though? Because they didn't have TV. They didn't have you licked the our bowl. phones. You licked the bowl. You snatched the... You licked the bowl and you snatched the milk. <laughs> and you sucked, sucked the use. <laughs> I mean, in the barns, on the hay. Hmm, that's great. I'm just saying. Okay, sorry. Hey, where was I at? Da, 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 da. Okay. The bowl liquor. The seventh was Door Slammer. Oh, yeah. I read that one. Didn't I? Not Maybe all the not. way I interrupted. The seventh was Door Slammer, a sorry vulgar chap. When people in the twilight would take a little nap. He was happy as a lark with the havoc he would wreak. Slamming doors and hearing the hinges on them squeak. Skyer Gobbler, the eighth, was an awful stupid bloke. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> He lambasted the skyer tub till the lid on it broke. Then he stood there gobbling. His greed was well known. Oh, wow, gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like to gobble knobs. I'm pretty good at it. Just miscellaneous ones? His greed was well known. and t- uh, No, not miscellaneous ones. Do not listen not to anymore. that. <laughs> no. I'm a good girl. Now. <laughs> I've always been a good girl. If my children listen to this, I've always been a good girl. Okay. Always. Then he stood there gobbling. His greed was well known until about to burst. He would bleat, howl, and groan. He's going to burst. <laughs> and then he's going to howl and, and groan. groan. So he didn't burst. Boy, your mama sure cares about These your schooling, boy. <laughs> I know. Just like my mom let me watch Best Little Whorehouse in Texas when I was a child. That was And it was a whorehouse. I did too. And I dressed my Barbies like the whores and I could dance all the dances. I love that. <laughs> That's why when we go to Pan, I dance like the whores. Fun and dandy. <laughs> Lord, it's lucky. That's a great movie. If 25 miles until we get to heaven. If anyone has not this seen This is why movie. we're doing a podcast and not singing. You have to see this movie. Total <laughs> Texas side track. has a whorehouse in it. Lord have mercy on our souls. You have to see the best little whorehouse in Texas. Best musical ever. Classic. Okay, moving on. Okay. Sorry. This one, I, oh God, this one's just, I can't. So the first one was Sky Gobbler and he would moan and groan and howl and groan. The ninth. Swiper, no swiping. Is he really called Swiper? The ninth was Sausage Swiper. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Swiper, no swiping. Swiper, no swiping. That's all I think of is Dora. He's a shifter pilferer. He climbed up to the rafters and raided food from there. Okay, but in the rafters, isn't that where they slept? Like, right? Didn't they sleep in the rafters? I don't know what they did. So a little house on the prairie, like if you walk into their, like... This is not the American Plains, though. (laughs) Listen... 
But they came. They're the ancestors are like over there, overseas. Like so hundreds of years later. It doesn't matter. They still have like log cabins, right? I don't think so. Where, so they're where, made where of like this mud one? and shit. Where is this one based? Sweden. This one's Sweden. Yes. So it would have been much colder. Like brick and so mortar. They might have kept staples up in the rafters because to keep Mice. it fresher. But when could they have slept up there though too? Like I don't understand. So I'm thinking like the rafters. They slept like a little house in the prairie. You'd walk into their log cabin. Yeah, like a loft. The That's loft. What you're thinking. Yeah, like yeah. the loft, like the rafters, and they would sleep up there. Like Laura Ingalls would sleep up there. So this little gnome-looking shit would climb up there and do shit. And the rafters, he got his food. So I'm thinking like he got his food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Anyways. Sitting on a crossbeam in soot and in smoke, he fed himself on sausage. Fit for gentlefolk. Hi, Robert. Come get a snack. Hi. We're talking about the sausage swiper right now. Would you like him to visit you at night? Sure. <laughs> he brings you sausage. He right? likes to um, feed himself on sausage. I like sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, the other one can make you bloat, howl, and groan. <laughs> he's done. He's like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. You don't like that kind of sausage. <laughs> the tenth was window peeper, a weird little twit. I like him. <laughs> he might be watching Sausage Swiper it up in the rafters. It says a weird little twit. twit. <laughs> I like that. A weird little twit. Who stacked it to the window and stole a peek through That's it. That's what we're going to call this one. <laughs> the weird little twit. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever was inside, in which his eye was drawn, was probably Sausage Swiper eating the sausage He's peeping in the rafters. Sausage. And whatever was inside, to which his eye was drawn, he most likely attempted to take later on. Mm. So you better have your damn fucking clothes on and that right. ass little asshole's get in there and taking your shit. Take it. He wants that damn milk from your tit. <laughs> that rhymes. The twit wants your tit. <laughs> the other guy, though. But they, and they only came one by one. But he takes but what he only, wants. They only came one by one. They only came one by one. No, they left one by one. Oh. They all came together, and then they all left one by one. Oh, wow. So, yes. Okay. Eleventh was door sniffer. <laughs> so, which door did you have open for door sniffer? Well, like... Yeah, I'm not mature enough for this shit. So window peeper may have been watching door sniffer while he was watching sausage swiper. You door sniffer. The doltish lad and gross. He never got a cold, yet had a huge sensitive nose. I mean, this nose could become some kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow, those illustrations. That is Uh-huh. Fun. He caught the scent of lace bread. Hmm. <laughs> lace bread. Hmm. I mean, if you're cooking yeast under that lace, yeah. you might not want to be sniffing that shit. Some people there just saying, um, you know, he caught the scent of lace bread while leagues away still, and ran towards it weightless, as wind over dale and hill. Hmm. Okay. Is that, that all of them? No. Okay. Because we have two more to go to thirteen. So we have two more. Wow! All these guys. So by th- this time, all of these little fuckers are in your house. Yes. So they would arrive during the last thirteen nights for Christmas, beginning the twelfth of December. But they departed beginning on Christmas, one per day, in the order that they arrived. So they didn't leave till Christmas. Right. Jesus. But then they would leave one per day. 
For 13 more days. Yes. <laughs> so you would go, yes. Okay. Yes. Keep going. Okay, okay so Meat Door Hook. Door sniffer. Meat Hook was the 12th. <laughs> His talent would display. So is he like meat from Porky's? Uh, this like, is killing me. Is that, was he like meat from Porky's? You know why they called him meat? Porky's the movie, right? Which is yes. a great movie. Yes, it's a great movie. Classic, classic movie. You know, they called him meat because he had the meat. So is he the meat hook because he had the meat? Because you have the other ones that like sniff and whatever. Sausage swipers. I'm just thinking meat hook. Okay, anyways. I'm telling you, my mind is always in the gutter. I'm just, I just, these It's names. because my grandfather told me dirty jokes growing up, I think, all my life. And we it's, talk like, about- it's like 12-year-old boy humor. <laughs> and I am a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> Meat Hook, the 12th one, his talent would display as soon as he arrived on St. Thorlick's Day. Hmm. There you go. No, so his He talent. snagged himself a morsel of mm. meat of any sort. Any sort. The sausage. Although his hook at times was a tiny bit short. Oh. Hmm. So. Maybe it was cold. <laughs> I mean, it isn't it is sweet. Sweden. And it does, like, you know, get super cold. It's chilly. But no judgment here. So he would snag himself a morsel. Huh. So did window peeper like tell him about these morsels <laughs> or like sausage swiper? What like, do these guys look like? Are they, are they like little like people? Well, what are these guys? These are. These are not like the gnomes. No, they're the Yule lads. Yule lads. L A D S. It's like a fucking fraternity. I'm telling you. And they, they, they all have like stupid names for each other. They have stupid names. Looks like they like to party. And they, they, like not, they like to take girls. They're not cute at all. Oh, no. Look at Bull. Look at Bull Bowl- <laughs> <laughs> Licker's got a Bowl long Licker. ass tongue. <laughs> you guys have to Google these. They're, 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 they're I am officially naming my boyfriend Bull, Bowl Licker. Bowl Licker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making you a shirt, babe, that says... I'm not a fucking hobbit. I'm a bull licker. I'm going to find a way. <laughs> he actually does have a shirt I made from that says I'm not a fucking hobbit because he plays Dungeons and Dragons every Tuesday oh, night. Gosh. And his little Stop. character is Thonier and it's a dwarf. And I called it a hobbit. He's like, I'm not, not a, a fucking hobbit. hobbit. So I made him a shirt to where it says I'm not a fucking no, hobbit. That's cute. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to use these names as insults sometime in my life. <laughs> you fucking bull licker. <laughs> Door sniffer. <laughs> Spoon licker. Okay, sorry. <laughs> meat hook. You're a fucking meat hook. I hope you get a tiny bit short today. <laughs> the 13th was Candle Beggar. Twas cold, I believe, if he was not the last of the lot on Christmas Eve. He trailed after the little ones who, like happy sprites, ran about the farm with their fine tallow lights. On Christmas night itself, so a wise man writes, the lads were all restrained and just stared at the lights. Then one by one, they trotted off into the frost and snow on the twelfth night of last of the lads used to go. Their footprints in the highlands are effaced now for long. The memories have all turned to image and song. Hmm. So the last one was a candle guy? Yes. Like, I guess he had to, like, burn everything the from all the nastiness. He was a candle stealer. <laughs> Did you know candles were used as number one use of dildos? In our as history? long as it wasn't lit. Candles and, and cucumbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, cucumbers, yeah, because you can get any size, any shape. And, so uh, you can, can grow them. They're free. Compared yeah. to the $100 shit, the good ones are $100. So, I mean, <laughs> you would know. <laughs> the cucumbers, Maybe. Cucumbers are... 
Maybe, maybe mommy has a toy box. Shh. I ain't spending no $100 on a toy. Okay, if you want to get the good shit. <laughs> if you're single for that long. Might be like, you know, the other side. You got to get good shit before yeah. you got to spend the money. I got to spend the money. I got to get some good shit. I got some good shit. My man's not I've always. I got some good shit. He's not always available, so, you know. Yeah. Fucking kids. I've got good shit. Fucking hobbits. Do you need some good shit? I got other good shit. So that's the story of the folklore of the 13. I really like the little gnomes better, the Tomte, Tomtens. So I want to tell you really fast too about one These other little, creepy. one little guy, one little. Whoops, those are my keys. Sorry, that's the gnomes jingling their way into our lives right now. <laughs> Um, it's the Yule Cat, and it's also, and I'll touch a little bit more about that maybe on our dark episode, okay. um, but he also is related to Gryla and the Yule Lads, um, but he's a huge and vicious cat who's described as lurking about the snowy countryside during Christmas time. I like him. But he eats people. Yes. You have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. So, you definitely want your clothes to wear before new clothes were for Christmas Eve. So if you don't have new clothes, he will eat you? He will eat you. He is the house pet of Gryla and her sons. God forbid you be poor. <laughs> They're referred to as an ancient tradition. Written accents of the Yule Cat have only been located as recently as the 19th century. Wow. The threat of being eaten by the Yule Cat has, was used by farmers to entice their workers and their children to finish their chores and their workers to finish their um, work done, that needs to be done. Um, processing the autumn wool before Christmas. The ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes if they got everything done, but those who did not would be getting nothing, would get nothing, and thus would be preyed upon by the monstrous cat. There's the nothing cat... like the fear of death <laughs> to prompt a child into working. We've really lost that in today's society. It's fucking millennials. <laughs> they ruin everything. I have to say, though, like, our kids work, though. Like, yeah. they work their asses off. They're in college. Yeah, they, they work. You know, our yes. kids that are old, old enough. I mean, my oldest works two my jobs. works her little butt off, too. She does. Yes, yeah. I know. She does. Um, yeah, I mean, they work. So, we have to say, our millennials are good. Are our kids millennials? Like, I don't know if they're millennials. What are they? What is their generation? Um, Cheyenne's a millennial. She, told, she, she doesn't like to be called that because she says she she's is actually the, Gen Z. Um, but some, some article says she's a millennial. My sister's a millennial. You're mixed. You're a mil- mixed millennial Gen Z because we're definitely Gen X, Gen like X. for sure. We're that. Did you hear the newest term that they use, um, like to refer to a, a goth, an older goth? Oh God, is a, it a a gloomer? But <laughs> <laughs> we're not baby boomers. Like I saw somebody share something online. Like <laughs> it was even a drink. Is it okay, Gloomer? Like that's not. We're not fucking. No. <laughs> so I, prefer, I would be. I prefer Goth Elder. I would like, be a I'd boss. Like that. A bougie Goth. You would totally be a boss. <laughs> a gloomer and a Goth. <laughs> trademark that. We're gonna trademark. We're gonna gloomer trademark the show. Gloomer and Goth. <laughs> okay, back to my Yule cat. So. Do, 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 do. Where was I? Sorry. It's okay. Side the down. cat has alternatively been described as merely eating away the food of ones without new clothes during Christmas feast. Oh, so, so no Christmas it. feast. Poor tiny Tim. <sighs> the perception of the Yule cat as a man-eating beast was partly popularized by poems of Johannes Erkudlum. Okay. Johannes Erkudlum. Johann. 
Johan, Johan Ukutlum. I don't know how to say that. That's not a perfect. My Texas Johannes Ukutlum. It was perfect. As with the rest of the folklore. Like and them. we know Bella's cat's shoes. So. I love the Yule cat and I love the Tomtons. But you love cats too. But I do I'm not. so fucking allergic to that I shit. I know, but I love them. So I did get this information <clears throat> off of Wikipedia. Yay! This information, which was so, so nice to read. Um, you can go and you can get on Wikipedia and you'll see a picture of Gryla and Lupa Ludi, I believe is how you pronounce and that. More about and we're going to share more about that in our yes. next dark Christmas episode. But that's the Yule Lads um, and the Yule Cat. And I'm going to do some more research on these Yule Lads because I just feel like the person that came up with these names and this folklore, he was a perv. I just think that the other countries in this world have a much better grasp on what Christmas means. <laughs> I mean... I love it. Some of these gifts would be fun to have, you know, but I wouldn't want Sasha's Swiper to swipe like my sausage. Boom, love, it. <laughs> love it. And if you don't do what you're supposed to, you die. Oh, God. <laughs> You die, or you get bitten by a fucking poisonous gnome, Expedia gnome guy. I don't know. But those are my two little quirky Christmas folklore stories. So y'all stay tuned for um, the third episode, which is going to be Dark Christmas, Belle. Yes, yes. Dark Christmas. We're going to learn about Krampus. Krampus. The only thing I like about Krampus is he can spank me, and that's about it. He'll whip you with birch branches. Do we have a safe word? <laughs> like, what would our safe word be with Krampus? Well, he really wouldn't like Mistletoe. you because it's usually kids. He's, usually, he's kind of creepy like that. Yeah, but I'm tiny, so I kind of like <laughs> Fun size. I'm fun size. <laughs> Only 5'1". I kind of look like a kid. So maybe. Yeah. I mean, my 13-year-old is as big as me, and I can wear his clothes, so. That's creepy. I mean, I can wear I his clothes. I thought I was supposed to be the creepy one. I'm just saying. Like, I can wear his clothes and shoes. I can pretend to be a kid. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, the next <laughs> our next episode is I just like be the spanking of Krampus. Dark Christmas. We're going to um, learn about Krampus and the, the Christmas witch shit that he likes to spank, and some other little dark legends sprinkled around the world Ooh, in so regards spooky. to it's this good. time of year. Not necessarily Christmas. It's just cold and dreary out. So a lot of cultures have come up with some creepy folklore. And Yule is about to start, I believe. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Happy Yule to all our witchy friends out there, because I have several. Yes, because Christmas was stolen. Christmas, yes, it was stolen. We'll talk about that next episode, too. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.